actually, if you really think about it, it's like lying, mm. you know? And I lied in those relationships. I lied mm. a lot, you know? Mm. And uh, so I saw that link between lying in your life mm -hmm. or being honest in your life. And uh, once you, uh, you uh, have the heart to be honest, then you also get the heart to leave it. This is a podcast called Walk, Talk, Listen. An attempt to connect people and make this world a bit better by sharing opinions and experiences based on the belief that everyone's perspective is true, albeit partial. My name is Maurice Bloom, and I would like to welcome you to yet another episode of Walk, Talk, Listen. Good day, everybody. Uh, this is another episode of the podcast Walk, Talk, Listen. And as always, um, I'm delighted with today's guest, uh, who will introduce himself. Patrick, please go ahead. Hi, Maurice. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Patrick. Patrick Drabe is my name, or Drabe, <laughs> <laughs> if you have to pronounce it in English. Um, and I'm a musician. Uh, stationed in the Netherlands and uh, I'm uh, a guitar player professionally and a producer and um, uh, right here in the, the Netherlands I produce all kind of artists and musicians in all kind of different uh, areas of music so I do a little pop music do a little jazz music and uh, my uh, my heart is uh, actually is in west coast music like eagles and uh, Little river bands, little feet, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. That's my playground. So that's um, the, the short version of who I am. <laughs> so great. And, and can you tell us a bit, uh, you know, how did you get into music? How did that start? Well, um, I'm from an uh, uh, Indo family, you know, uh, uh, the Netherlands and, and the, uh, the Far East in the time, Indonesia. What, what is Indonesia right now? So I'm uh, a half-breed. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, in our families, uh, there's, there was always music. You know, all, uh, all the uncles and my father and, uh, or my, my, my aunts, they all uh, either sang or played guitar or whatever, you know. So uh, uh, the guitar was always around. And mm -hmm. so was tape recorders and mm -hmm. uh, studio stuff. You know, that's one of the reasons why I ended up in the studio. Uh, so it was always around so it was inevitable <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. and and why did you pick up the guitar because that was the instrument that was around or or well actually the guitar was um my my father he pushed the guitar into my into my hands mm. and but uh eventually i didn't want to want to play at the time mm. you know maybe maybe i was like eight or nine years old or something and i i didn't have that much uh, of interest in playing the guitar but as I went older and I got like 12, 13 years old, uh, I, I did uh, pick up the guitar. And uh, so I got interested uh, in, in, into playing. But my father, he was a very busy man and he was teaching uh, some kids. And uh, um, 
well, so I listened to, to the wall, <laughs> and I, 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 I uh, and that's how I learned mm. to play the guitar. You know, so <laughs> wow, great, yeah. and and um, so that's that's great. So the other thing that you said is, you know, you um, have your own recording studio at at home, right? Yeah. And yeah. so you produce a lot of um, other musicians. So can you tell a little bit about that? How did you get into you know producing and recording and uh, maybe you can tell something about you know an artist that you're working with at the moment. Yeah, all right. Well, it started all all out with um, when you're in my youth. There was uh, at, at that time we had an Atari. That's uh, 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 kind of like an IBM computer, and uh, that, mm -hmm. that Atari had had that software called Cubase. <laughs> and we're talking about early '90s and uh, late '80s. Mm -hmm. and that's um, how I started out to to program uh, music with sequencing soft software, and I was very very much into that. And uh, and it was a great school to 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 learn to how to arrange, how to produce. And at some point, I think I was 22 or something. I was in the middle of my uh, of my conserv conservatory uh, education, mm -hmm. and we have have this Indo Dutch group called the Blue Diamonds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, well, they were uh, working on a production, but they fired their producer. Hmm. And uh, well, my family were always close friends with the Blue Diamonds. Uh, they had this top song once called Ramona. <laughs> and uh, well, and they, they asked me to, uh, uh, to take over that production. Wow. So I was like, well, I, I would love to, you know, but I don't know how, how I got, how I, how that works, you know. So uh, yeah. I only know my my bedroom with my with my Atari. <laughs> so they said, "Well, then you got to bring your Atari to the studio." <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I did, and thank God there was a technician around uh, who helped me a lot. And uh, uh -huh. well, that was my first real ex uh, uh, production experience. Um, wow! Yeah, so <laughs> that's an amazing story. And and yeah. was it a whole album or only yeah. one song that you had to it do? It was a double album. Wow! Even though, yeah. Yeah, it was like I'm maybe 25 songs or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So you know that's the well, you you will learn that way. You yeah, know. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. And and for yeah. the listeners, you know, um, if you don't know the song Ramona of the Blue Diamonds, you should definitely check that out and, and Google yeah. it. I, I will make sure actually there is a link to that song in the in the podcast notes. But that was not I think not only in the Netherlands a big hit, but uh, in, in many many countries. Yeah. yeah. Ten million uh, copies. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, t tell a bit about, you know, an album or, or a project that you're working on now. Well, um, and what's the name I, of your company? You know, uh, it might it's, be... uh, the name of my company is Lakeside Studio or mm -hmm. Lakeside Records. Uh, yeah. But but in uh, I always communicate with Lakeside Studio because that's what mm -hmm. people get, you know. So yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> Lakeside Records is more like a publishing, you know. That's right. uh, one part of the company. Yeah. So, but uh, what is very interesting, I think, is um, um, uh, I produced an album, and we did like um, maybe seven or maybe eight years to finish that project. And I did this with uh, um, with Lovergorp. He is um, a well-known Dutch musician mm -hmm. and uh, um, one of the most uh, uh, asked um, 
studio musicians, a singer mm -hmm. and sax player. He's a real great talent. And um, mm. well, we uh, initiated to, uh, to, uh, to create an album. And so we did with a lot of friends. And uh, it happened to be that his friends uh, is, well, you know, the best, the best musicians we have in, uh, in Holland. So, and they all said, well, we, we want to work with you guys and uh, just give me a call, you know? So we did. We started out uh, writing songs and um, recording songs, producing. And right now this album is, um, in, uh, is out in Japan. Oh. It will be here and the rest of the world uh, in September of this year. And uh, oh. I don't know if you can see this, but this is... Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, true, he, friend. true friends. True friends, yeah. yeah. His name is Lo van Gorp, but he okay. uh, um, he will get out as um, as an artist. Uh, mm -hmm. His name will be uh, Lo van Garp, Lo Garp, <laughs> or just Garp. Mm -hmm. And um, well, we worked many years on this album, and I'm really, really proud of it. You know, so and there's uh, like a, a subculture worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, all kinds of people who uh, listen to these kinds of albums and have like uh, fora on the uh, on the internet and commu communicate with each other. And every week I get uh, several uh, emails of people who listen to this album and they all say, this is the best way ever we've ever heard. So <laughs> that's really, wow. that's, really that's great. It's yeah. really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Looking, well, we're looking forward to listening to that. So it's it's already available, or, or well, not um, not not in uh, not yet. Only okay. in Japan right now. Okay. But it will be available uh, in, in September of this year. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Garp. And 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 is that um, West Coast music? Because that's what you refer to. That's where your heart is. You said. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's a mix of West Coast music, a little jazz, little little uh, funk, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. But you, I think if you got to compare it, you best compare it with Steely Dan. Okay. You know, that, that kind of music. So uh, it's, it's matured, sophisticated, mm -hmm. little bit of groove, lots of harmonies. And it's all, uh, it's all real, you know, real plates, no, uh, no synthesizers or whatever, no production, you know, no, mm. no, no fancy things, just good playing. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Looking, looking yeah. forward to checking that, checking that yeah. out. And yeah. Let us talk, uh, continue to talk a little bit about the West Coast. You know, why yeah. why do you feel attracted to that type of music? Well, I grew up with it. You know, all mm. my family they were always singing like Hotel uh, California, Eagles, Take It Easy. You know, that kind of stuff. And uh, as long as I can remember, there was always this this music, this West Coast music or country music, for that matter. Yeah, so my my grandparents they all listened to this old school country like uh, uh, Waylon Jennings and uh, Merle Haggard, Dolly Parton, of course, uh, you know, that kind of music. And uh, that, that music was for the oldies, for the grandparents. And my parents, mm -hmm. who were a little bit younger, they listened to the Eagles and, uh, and the Little River Band and Steely Dan as well, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of bands, Little Feet, you know. And mm -hmm. so, I, yeah, that's, that's music I grew up with. So it's, mm -hmm. it's like... Uh, uh, it's like a blueprint, you know? Mm. So, yeah. I really love that style of music, yeah. Yeah.
Hey, and and um, how because I I think you don't have your own band, right? You or, or well, you not don't... anymore, right okay. now. Okay. I have uh, I have uh, played lots of years with uh, with one band, and we played. Um, well, our job actually was to uh, to uh, to play with all kinds of artists, you know. But the thing is, um, it's something I don't want to do anymore because um, it's a professional job, of course, and you 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 need skills to do it. But there's always this superficial thing about it, you know. Mm -hmm. You just play your thing, and if you can make it because you're sick or whatever. There's like 15 other guys can do your job. Just give them the paper and they play it, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, it was very good for as long as it lasted because it gives you lots of experience. It gives you a lot of uh, communication efforts also to communicate with the artisan, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's very uh, um, uh, handy for like when you have to work with these artists in the studio. You know how to approach them. So. Yeah. So, but but uh, the the uh, the playing uh, itself is something I I I, I don't want to do anymore. So, uh, and mm. that's why I don't have a regular band right now. So, okay. And <laughs> yeah. but can we can we um, then maybe expect your own band for in in the future, where you well, play your own songs or or? Uh... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because just the other day I was talking to my friends. Actually, the same friends I made this album with, and um, I was triggered by um, by a, a group called the Wood Brothers. I don't know if you know don't know these guys, but these are no. uh, it's an American band. Like I think they're stationed something uh, around Texas or something. But these guys, the Wood Brothers, is actually a blues band. But uh, what I really like about these guys is that uh, they have uh, lots of groove in their songs. And I was listening to the latest album, and it was so great. So it was a real good album, and uh, it reminded me of uh, like uh, if you know if you I don't know if you know the guitar player called John Schofield, jazz player. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, he played with Miles Davis as well, right? Yeah, so, and I'm a big fan of Miles Davis. So. Yeah, me too, me too. And John Schofield uh, is is one of my heroes, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was listening to this track, and it's only two chords, just a blues chord, blues chords actually, and it was like this Schofield vibe, you know, in it, because it has some this this kind of depth, and um, I was really triggered by these guys, and the song was Alabaster from the Wood Brothers, so I remember that mm -hmm. Alabaster. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was I was listening to this this, and I uh, I uh, contacted my friends with the idea hey guys what you say listen to this i want to make something like this you know and uh but not just uh let's not just go into the studio and play these songs but let's go to some kind of or maybe a vacation house or something for a week and let's write music and then go to the studio mm. and that's that's step one and step two is let's not produce this album let's just play and the only thing we are are allowed to do is mix no editing you know mm. no editing oh, no yeah. out of tune no uh, no uh, copy paste play 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 and let's go for the best take you know old school mm. let's play and when the when the the i well, let's say the, the the third or the fourth ta uh, take is the best well that's the take we're gonna mix it and that's it you know 
So that's the upcoming thing. Yeah. Wow, we're looking <laughs> yeah. forward to that. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that yeah. definitely sounds uh, exciting. Yeah. Um, well, this is just kind of a you know the, the latest news, right? About the latest news. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only on the podcast walk talk listen. You you hear the latest news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks for, for sharing that. Hey, uh, Patrick, you know that um, I told you that this podcast is a spin-off of uh, a 100-mile walk that I've been doing for the last nine years, and I hope to do number 10 this year. Because, you know, last year I could not walk with people in person. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, can I walk virtually and then talk? And it has gone out of hand. You know, we are at more than 50 episodes uh, yeah. now. But right. the, the, yeah, the, no, it's, it's a lot of fun to do. The, the reason... Uh, that I started to walk is to raise awareness and funds for hunger, uh, poverty, and injustice. Um, the question that I ask all my guests, if you would be asked uh, to walk 100 miles in a week, so 15 to 20 miles per day, what is the cause? What is the reason that you would walk? Well, I thought about it. And um, I must say, I'm not so much of a world uh, you know, improver or something. But of course, I got my I got my holy fire so here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, but the thing is, um, what really uh, keeps me busy is what I really like to share with people, or um, is that I would would uh, love to have to to experience people the things of life, you know? And that's very personal, of course, because uh, we all uh, need our own experiences. But I think uh, uh, experience is uh, something uh, that gives understanding, you know? For instance, when someone uh, commits a crime, mm -hmm. and with, we all people, you know, we, we, we say very uh, easily like, uh, well, put him in jail, put him in jail for the rest of his life, you know? And that's it, you know. Yeah. But I think if you got if you if you have experience, life experience, you know, in general, the more experience you have, uh, the more uh, sophisticated your uh, thoughts will be, you know. And you starting you start to realize, you know, like well, we can all make mistakes, and you, we all know if you make a mistake, you wish it never happened, you know. But you can you can turn that around anymore mm -hmm. it happened it happened we all make mistakes i think and i think that's the thing it's really that is really important for humanity in general right now with with everything that's going around right now because there's no understanding you know and it's maybe a lack of experience because people don't choose to to experience things well they the people like to like to uh, hang out in their uh, their own environment mm -hmm. and you should step out you know you should step mm -hmm. out and, and explore mm -hmm. and that's uh, that's something uh, i would like to promote and that's also something i i always uh, use in my music you know mm -hmm. to uh, raise understanding and uh, um, and give the message you know uh, open up for for experience in life mm -hmm. that's the thing I think it's the most important thing in life. So I would walk the 100 miles for that, you know? Okay. So.
yeah. and and what what is you know can you share then maybe a significant experience that have really you know was a at a helped you at the crossroads or or uh, yeah well, you know it's very important for you who you are today well in my personal life uh, i have a i've had a few relationships <laughs> more than one <laughs> but you know but when i was uh, was with my first wife uh we got in, into the uh, divorce and my first wife she, you know she was really a tough cookie so uh, uh at that time uh, when we were in into that uh, divorce you know i was a little by a little bit like the victim you know everybody uh, uh had his sympathy for me you know mm. so that was really uh well it was comforting you know and uh, and uh, there's some kind of, you know, I don't know how to say this, but some kind of, uh, yeah, well, easy going when you are a victim. So, but I was very young at the time, so I had that experience, and we divorced. By the way, we are, uh, we're doing great right now. I have a real good contact with her, you know, so good relationship with her. But um, after that. I had more relationships, and uh, at a certain moment in time, uh, I was like uh, the one who did the things, you know. I was like, uh, uh, yeah, the bad guy, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had this relationship, and then I met another another woman, and I got uh, fooling around with her, you know. And uh, well, I was the bad guy. So what I learned in life, you know, you can be a victim or you can be the bad guy, but it's a really thin line. And uh, but if you experience both sides of, of, of this spectrum, then you start to realize, well, wow, you know, it can happen to everyone, you know. Mm. So and uh, um, and that's something I really learned about this, uh, this, these experience. And mm. uh, um, I talked a lot about it with people. And uh, there was a time I had to. Uh, yeah well to, to to look at my my life and 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 uh, see what's you know from the beginning until the present day what's the things that return all the time you know karma things and uh, and then you start to discover that uh, there's a certain uh behavior mm -hmm. uh, or social things or whatever or a mix of that that makes um creates the combinations like how you behave that's what i mean and um and then you start to you start to realize you have to change things but you know you can't change people you only can change yourself mm. but i i did i did discover that you can change a lot of your yourself mm. you know it goes step by step of course but um but the thing is because of these experience uh, that's the reason I dig a little deeper, you know, mm -hmm. so, uh, and that I think it was really painful at the time, mm -hmm. but I, but now we, I'm, uh, maybe seven years, uh, later now, yeah. um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have missed it for the world. You know, mm -hmm. it was the greatest lesson I've ever learned. So, and that's what I, what I, what I, I think, uh, what I mean is, uh, experiences are important yeah you know so
I, I would like to, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I would like to link that back to to making music. Yeah. Um, so is that is that those experiences, how do they, you know, how, how did they, uh, you know, then materialize or how do you express those experiences within your music? And and can you, if you look back at how you played, you know, let's say 10 years ago yeah. during the time that you had your first marriage and then, you know, seven years ago and then now, yeah, do you, do you see that? um changing your the way you play yeah. and and yeah 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 well, i think it's all about acceptance for for starters you know it's important to accept uh, things like they have happened so that's one thing but uh before that i was uh, like as a guitar player and also as a producer i was a really little bit of a control freak you know very neat in how i work and uh, very precisely you know Mm -hmm. And I, I was I always, um, I was always, well, kind of proud of that, you know, that I was uh, like, uh, I really have this eye for details, you know, and uh, maybe I was a perfect perfectionist. But as the years go by, I realized that perf perfectionism is nothing uh, more and nothing less than being in a box, actually. You know, you, you have this box and within that box, uh, you do the things uh where they belong so you order it you know but then you you uh, realize there's a whole world outside the box and acceptance is uh, uh also in playing or producing just let it be you know let it happen let it happen and if something goes the other way like you didn't plan that and maybe it's wrong it's the mm -hmm. wrong notes you know just let it let it be because maybe you're not um, at this moment um, ready to listen to that note, but it can come, you know, it can come maybe a few weeks later, maybe a few years later, you don't know. But acceptance is like a, like a photo. You have to accept the moment in time, you know. Mm. And before this, these experiences, I always um, wanted to manipulate. Mm -hmm. And that's actually, if you really think about it, it's like lying. You know, and I lied in those relationships. I lied mm. a lot, you know. Mm. And uh, so I saw that link between lying in your life mm -hmm. or being honest in your life. And uh, once you uh, you, uh, you have the heart to be honest, then you also get the heart to leave it. You leave your production, leave your, your playing and leave mm. it like it is because it's that moment in time. And that's just what it is, you know. And accept it, accept that moment with all of his ugliness, you know, or beauty or whatever it is, you know, like a photo. So I think that is the most important thing. So it, um, um, I think in my playing and in my producing, there's, uh, you know, this extra level of, uh, I don't know how to describe this, but uh, awareness maybe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, I, 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 yeah, I think we'll, a lot of the listeners will resonate with this and it's a really valuable, um, yeah, you know, lessons that you learned and will be, turn out to be helpful. So, so yeah. thanks for, for, yeah. for others. Thanks for sharing. Hey, um, 
what what drives you in life? So you know, uh, when your alarm clock goes off or, or you wake up, why do you decide to get out of bed? Well, that's people, you know, my loved ones, mm. you know, my kids, my parents, my girlfriend, or whatever, or maybe my neighbors. It doesn't matter, you know, but people. Mm. People is uh, the love in my life, you know, and um, yeah, that's the, the the main thing. Yeah, that's really simple. You know, that's the yeah. only thing you need. So, mm. yeah. But besides that, uh, it's um, well the uh, the drive to experience again, uh, to to uh, to explore, mm -hmm. and um, uh, start the day with uh, some new mu new music or it doesn't matter what it is, you know. But uh, it's always um, well always inspiring. I, I do a lot of walking, so I'm a lot uh, in uh, a lot of time I spend in the woods walking. Mm -hmm. and it's something i don't know what that is but woods trees and nature does something to you you know mm -hmm. so uh well yeah and really it gives me peace of mind so uh, yeah mm -hmm. and all all of that you know is well all that is acceptance uh, acceptance to it is what it is and let's let's do it for today and uh we will see what the day will bring you know mm -hmm. so yeah right <laughs> And, yeah. you know, and, and the walking, is that something that you started recently because of, you know, the pandemic or was that already something you did before? I did that before. Actually, it started out with your sister, <laughs> Marion. Mm. She took me for a walk and she said to me, you need to walk. You need to walk in nature. And at that time, a few years ago, I said, well, you know, I don't have the time to walk, you know, so I have mm. things to do. But as time went by, I... I got uh, into the walking more and more, and um, I do that. I do that every day now, and uh, with a real uh, big appreciation. And it is, you know, every uh, type of weather doesn't matter. It's just great to be out in the forest and to feel the the earth, the soil, and and feel the the spirit of the forest. You know, uh, and, and uh, that's really inspiring. So. Um, I think yeah the first I got the first push from Marion, but uh, it was a little push, but it was enough, you know, to 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 keep me uh, to keep me going. Yeah. You refer to you know with the soil, and it sounds very spiritual when i talk with my guests we often talk about religion spirituality and yeah. then actually also about young people and um you know the kind of a discussion that we have that i have with my guests is around how is it with the younger generation um you know are they still spiritual are they still religious um are they different than the older generation so what is your take on that what do you see because i think through your music you talk you work with older generation your own generation younger generation so yeah but what what are you observing around religion and spirituality and the younger generation well i think there's change uh, coming uh, coming uh, around now uh, I have three kids, you know, uh, the oldest is 25, uh, got a boy from 23 and a boy of 15. Um, but what I, what I see is um, they're not that religious, but it doesn't mean uh, they don't believe, you know. But I think uh, what I think 
how I like to translate it is I think they, they their religion is love and mm. um, uh, and nature and I think that if if they think of God they think mm. of a bigger uh, a bigger um, organism or whatever maybe nature in in all its total value or something something like that and that's what I, what I um, what I notice in these young, younger people's people, they're not so busy with, with the traditional kind of religion. But still, uh, I do think about it and uh, they talk about it. And I think it's a beautiful thing as well. You know, the way mm -hmm. they talk about it is really filled with love. So um, I hook up with that religion, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah. And... Um, how do you look at religion and spirituality is it similar to your yeah uh, kind of similar or? yeah maybe and i'm a little change over time uh well i think i'm not i'm not not this traditional religious mm -hmm. guy i never went to church or something yeah. uh, although i respect everyone who does you know so mm -hmm. that's not it but um but i do believe in the in there's more between heaven and earth uh, and earth mm -hmm. Uh, and and I think uh, we are here with a purpose, and um, I think this is just one life. You know, maybe if this life uh, is 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 ready, we'll, we probably go to uh, to the next one to learn more and more. Um, and that's how I think about life as well. What what is here to learn? What am I here for? You know, and it, it's the way I talk to people with my loved ones, like. I was talking to my father the other day and I said to him, you know, I think uh, we, maybe when we started out to begin this life, maybe we were in a classroom or something and we talked to each other and maybe we said to each other, well, let's start this life and this and this and that is what we have to do in this life. That's our job, you know. And I, 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 th I really think that is um, uh, kind of the way we, uh, why we are here to learn we bring it back and then you learn again and all the time you know uh, we 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 give our we sh give and share our experience with a well call it god you know mm -hmm. maybe i think god's what we all are all what all life is you know so and that's your uh, uh, what you bring you know you know you contribute for the um uh the collective uh, awareness, mm -hmm. I think, yeah. A, a, a lot is going on, and, and I alluded a little bit to the pandemic and, and as yeah. well. What is the, the thing that you worry uh, about most at the moment? Well, people, you know, are really um, on the edge right now. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the reasons I quit Facebook. Uh, I was on Facebook for for many years, but I'm uh, I quit uh, with it because uh, I didn't want to read it anymore. You know, uh, because it's okay when people disagree. You know, no problem. Mm -hmm. But if you disagree with someone. Uh, it really, it really gets nasty on these social platforms, I think. 
and it it does something to your mind so i don't want to be exposed to that anymore you know mm. i want to keep my i want to be uh, maintained to be the boss of my own thoughts you know so uh that's the the reason i am um, i quit uh, facebook uh your question of course um is uh what worries me the most is uh, exactly that you know people are so uh, on the edge and uh, i don't know what it is but very aggressive you know and uh, mm. maybe we are met with too many on the world probably which what are you, what you going to do about it you know and uh, uh i think this is not the way you know uh, to uh, to argue like this with each other so I, I i i don't believe in that you know and it's okay to di to have a discussion of course mm -hmm. anyone can say to me what they have to say it doesn't matter you know uh but we you know uh, it's also important to uh to be a little bit stay polite you know mm -hmm. i think really? that's really yeah yeah be respectful yeah, yeah that's it yeah yeah so that's my main concern yeah do you still see hope well the other uh, other thing is that i think that the, the the awareness of people in general uh well it is growing you know there's more spirituality going on i think uh and i hope and i don't i don't know i don't know if we're gonna live to see it but i really hope you know that it does something within the next maybe 50 100 or 100 years i i don't know but I, I hope, you know, I like to think so, that it does, you know, so. Well, I have a little bit of hope for that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I always like to to hear that, that my guests are still hopeful as well, so that's, yeah. that's good. Hey, yeah. uh, Patrick, I mean, you know, for the two of us, music is very important. So I yeah. always I always have a question around music as well. Um, and, and the question is, if I ask you to mention a song or a piece of music, that embodies for a big part what you yeah. are about what song yeah. or piece of music would that be well that's uh, a quite a difficult question i think because i always refer to music as oh this is this experience i had you know mm -hmm. this is that experience but if you ask from who are you what's the song that is you you know yeah well that's really either i think that's really hard but I think um, the song that is uh, most intimate for me, who I am, uh, is, I think that's Hotel California of the Eagles. Uh, and why? I think it's the reason I started to play guitar. Uh, it's, uh, it's music I, uh, I was raised with. And it's of the song, you know, um, uh, uh, you can check in anytime you like, but you can never leave. You know, I think that's yeah, that that is something that fits with me. You know, that is, I think uh, I'm that kind of person. You know, if I got some, I have to get into whatever it is, maybe a relationship or project or uh, you know, I really stick to it. You know, mm. I really st I don't I don't quit. You know. I, I just go on with it. So uh, I think I think that's my song, yeah. For that for that matter, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and I don't know if the if the listeners I 
realize it, but every time I think in our conversation when something crucial was, you were uh, about to say something crucial and important from my point of view, the, your dog was barking. Yeah. So, you know, you can... <laughs> so I, 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 your dog either agrees or disagrees with something you yeah, said around yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> well, a nice detail is her name of the yeah. dog is Ramona. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really, yes. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's uh, something to do have something to do with it i don't know (laughs) yeah 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 probably (laughs) um yeah you know that it goes so fast always the time i i have come to my last question uh for you and that is um well yeah any any last message question or invitation for our listeners well i don't know um uh did you mean about music or something no, or any any no. anything you would like to share i mean even if it's like you know buy buy the record that will come out in september <laughs> so i i just said that so you, you yeah, don't yeah. have to say that so, all right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, of course i would i would love to uh that, that people buy the record of course you know mm-hmm. but it's not the most important thing i just uh, i just wanted to say you know be gentle to each other you know and uh, uh and be be fair and be honest, especially with yourself. You know, be honest with yourself. Uh, but you know, I'm not like a saint or a, a prophet or we you know <laughs> whatever, mm-hmm. something like that. But I think that's the biggest lesson in life you can get. You know, to to be honest with yourself, and uh, that will give you the revelation you always uh, are looking for. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, thanks so much, Patrick. I I really uh, enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the album. I have to say that. Um, Are you already um, playing, you know, in in front of audience or or not yet? Well, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, not not, uh, the the, the great gigs uh, with bands, but, you know, with a singer and my guitar with two or three people, uh, mostly outside. Yeah. Uh, but still, you know, uh, every week I've got one, two, sometimes three gigs. So that's all right, you know, that's okay. So uh, and sometimes it's a funeral. The other day uh, I got this this wedding, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for uh, uh, the the c- ceremony, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, well, yeah, or a birthday, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's that's good to hear, and and yeah, we all, I mean, we always need music, but maybe yes. now more than ever. So yeah. uh, I always say, music speaks better than words. Yeah, I, I, uh, it does. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for your willingness to talk with me today and share your experiences and uh, thank you, your stories. Thanks a lot, thank and you. all the best with everything you do. Thank you, Maurice. Thank you very much. you for listening to walk talk listen please check us out on 100mile.org or follow us on facebook or instagram